Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. So we got a strike underway. A lot of Fed employees, the PSAC, the Public Service Alliance of Canada, largest union in Canada, uh-huh. uh, looking for some big raises. They want 13.5% over three years. That's a big hike. Uh-huh. Anybody that works in the public sector seems to live in this bubble. They've been offered nine. Yeah. Um, but uh, we were talking about this earlier. You suggested that the one factor, because I think we assume everyone in public service is making major bank, and that's not necessarily the case for some of these workers. Yeah, so earlier I had read one stat that said the majority makes somewhere between forty and $65,000 a year, but another report says, and this is according to the government, that the majority of workers earn between 50 and 75 with less than 3% below 50. So mm. still, listen, 50000 to $75,000 a year is not enough to raise a family or, you know, to live in the city. It's, it's tough. Seventy five grand, you know, is good. You can do that. But 50 is, it can be, uh, it can be tough. So, I, yeah, none of these people are showing up on the sunshine list. But, you know, most of us, if we get one or one and a half or two percent a year, the only time you get thirteen point five over three or what is that four and change or three yeah. and change? Switching jobs. When you move to another job, when was the last time anybody in the private sector got a raise from their boss that was three point five or four percent? Right. It's very rare, and especially every year. And they want back pay and all sorts of other goodies. In the well, mix. and the other thing is, uh, part of it is a, is the remote work situation, mm-hmm. too, right? They want to find hours when they can work from home. They really don't want to go back full time right? in, in, in many of these situations. That's the deal. What it comes down to. More so. salary and they want to work part time. <laughs> Show up less and make more. Yeah. And the uh, full on, you can ask for whatever the hell you want to ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with these situations is when they strike, it puts a lot of people out. Yeah, so you're And you're not going to gather as much sympathy as you think you're going to get. No, not anymore. And you know what? So many of the, uh, the public workers, here's the, the thing with unions, and it's changed so much used to be a time that people who weren't in a union were fearful of them. Mm. And certainly it came from the auto industry in the 60s and 70s, where there was, you know, if you lived in a blue-collar town, and certainly Oshawa had that for a very long time. When I was in Windsor, it was the same thing. When I was in Windsor, and it wasn't that long ago, there was still fear of union people. I was told by my boss, don't badmouth the unions on the air. Right. What did I do? Badmouth the unions on the air. <laughs> um... But they really hold, they held sway over towns and communities. Uh, that's not so much the case anymore. And I, and I think they were seen as bullies for a long time. And uh, they don't have that kind of power. And I think more now than ever, we're willing to stand up and say, hey, enough is enough. You've seen it, how people have rallied against the, the teachers' union every time they start waving their flag. Right. Uh, yeah, and you're right. It's tough for them to garner uh, much sympathy. Well, and part of it, too, is that there was a sentiment at one point that, hey, go out and get what you can get, mm-hmm. right? Hey, everyone's entitled to this and that. Nowadays, we don't care mm-hmm. anymore about, you know, if we're not getting it, we're all self-involved, right? right. If we're not getting it, why the hell should you? Exactly. Uh, and and yeah. so that that whole, hey, go out and see if you can get it from the man is gone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the, you know, what they're, this whole 13.5% comes from inflation, right? They yeah. want to be, they want yeah. their raises tied to inflation. But, you know, the majority of people working in this country right now are not 
getting raises tied to inflation. Not at all. Because as it's going up, companies are tightening up. So you're not going to get a lot of public sentiment going, hey, let's go for it. Instead, it's going to be, I'm not getting that. Why the hell should you? Yeah, so I don't have to file my taxes, right? Even though I owe. (laughs) Good luck with that. I don't have to file? Uh, Here's a question for you. If you were on a sinking boat, who would you save? One person or 100 dogs? You can't save both. Wow. Uh, I would, first of all, not be on a boat with 100 dogs. (laughs) That's a first thing. (laughs) How? How how could you save a hundred dogs and not save one person? I mean, uh, just not the moral obligation, just mm. physically. Well, I guess depending on how you answer, also uh, reveals that you really love animals or really hate people. Right. Uh, someone polled hundreds of people, and a quarter said they'd save the dogs. Over half definitely say they'd save the person. Everyone else couldn't decide. Right. You don't want to be on the boat with that person. Now, which one of them caused the boat to be sinking in the first place? Hmm. I would blame the dogs. <laughs> if I, I, of course I'd save the person. Right. Of course you have to save the person. You have to. I know it's a hundred dogs, and I know we get crazy for the animals. Yeah. But we still have to stand by each when it comes to the human race. Hmm. You? Is it you that's drowning? <laughs> Do you know the difference, Lucky, between chili powder with an E and chili powder with an I? I didn't know there was a chili powder with an E, like chili the country. Yeah, yeah, there is, I guess. Um, Chili powder with an E is just dried, pulverized chilies, while chili with an I is a mixture of dried ground chilies and other spices, including cumin, peppercorn, oregano, and salt. Okay. The average factory worker in 1890 was putting in a 100-hour work week. What? For basically peanuts. <laughs> right. Literally, probably paid in peanuts. Yeah. And now we got a union who uh, wants to work less and get paid more. <laughs> work from home. Yeah. Huh. 100 hour work week. Yeah, 100 hour work week. And they live to like 30. Something like that. They started working there like 12. <laughs> and about 15 minutes of free time. Yeah. Lou Bega, the guy who made the song Mumbo Number no. 5. Yeah. He isn't from, from Cuba or any other Latin country. His name is David Lou Bega. And he was born in uh, Germany. And uh, he was inspired to make that song after a trip to Miami. Okay. What happened to the first four Mongo, M- Mambos? Though? We don't know. Yeah, that's a good question for Lou. Like, were they crap? <laughs> they, just, yeah. they didn't make it? Well, we know Mambo Number no. 5 is the greatest song ever recorded. That's so how do you, you live up to it? Right. One to four couldn't possibly have been that good. But if you love Mambo Number no. 5 so much, you think maybe you would still like one through four. I'd uh, personally, I'd love to hear one through four. I think you would. I'd put it on a loop. Most watches are set to ten ten in advertisements because it gives a nice symmetrical look. It makes sure the hands aren't blocking the company's logo on the watch, and it sort of makes it look like the watch is smiling. You know, that makes sense. Facing up. I don't know about the smile part, but the other parts I get. Yeah. Not the smile. You can't see the smile. You can see it. It's- don't care if this watch is smiling or not. I'm hoping to get a Timex digital watch <laughs> one, day, one day. One day. Fingers crossed. David Prowse, the guy who played Darth Vader in the original Star Wars trilogy, was a weightlifting champion and helped Christopher Reeve bulk up for Superman. So Darth Vader was Superman's personal trainer.
Wow. Yeah. He never gets screwed on that whole thing, though, because when he was first hired, he was supposed to be the entire role. Like, the voice mm. was his, too, I think. It's when they figured out it didn't sound so good in the helmet, they added James Earl Jones. Right. Although I'd still be rather David Prowse than Christopher Reeve. <laughs> right. You know, you remember the Superman joke? Uh. <laughs> uh, the computer power needed to create each Bitcoin consumes at least as much electricity as the average household burns in two years. Two years. Bitcoin mining is a real environmental problem. There is a bit mining plant or whatever the hell it is in Texas. Yeah, it's not really mining, is it? Well, that's what they call it, though, right? You're mining. Big, yeah. It's coding. It's coding. It's constant coding. Yeah, it's a big database. Uh, yeah. Mainframe. Right. No, yeah, nobody's actually there with a shovel <laughs> digging up Bitcoin. <laughs> Where can I find one of these things? Like the gold rush. Uh, it, it burns this one facility burns as much power uh, alone, this one plant, and it's not small, it's not a little thing, but as much power as all of Argentina does in a year. Oh. So those of you who believe the older generations are who screwed up this planet, you're just as guilty, because you're the ones who are into this Bitcoin big scam, because there's one thing all generations can agree on. Screw the planet, I want to get rich somehow. <laughs> hmm. Uh, Denmark has the oldest flag in the world. They've been using the same one since 1219. Really? Yeah, last year the least one. <laughs> I believe that's true. Uh, only one country in Europe still has the death penalty. Belarus. Okay. So don't go to Belarus and murder anybody. Many countries rejected using forks when they were first invented because they considered them excessive, unnecessary, and too feminine. Oh, wow. Yeah, even the Roman Catholic Church spoke out against forks, stating that God only already gifted us with the perfect eating utensils, our fingers. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Granny Smith apples are named after Maria Ann Smith. She moved to Australia from England, bought an orchard, and accidentally created a new kind of apple by planting seeds from French crab apples. Was she young or old? When she's out there buying an orchard, building apples and, and stuff like that. And, you know, she probably was younger. Was she offended by it? What do you mean granny? <laughs> oh, right, right. Oh, maybe she was older. Right. Or maybe she got old by the time she, uh, I don't know. Right. I'm just wondering. Well, I, it's good questions you ask. Mm -hmm. I just don't have the answers. <laughs> Look it up. Why? Why was Maria was she a grandmother Smith or Granny Smith? I do know this. The only good apple is in a pie. <laughs> oh wow! Really? You like an apple? Ah, uh, the Honeycrisp apple is something mm -hmm. else. Like that's a good apple on its own. I, occasionally, I, I'll have a a, um, a little uh, hankering for one, and I'll, I'll eat, but you got to eat them fast. As soon as the brown starts showing up, I don't like it. Okay. Yeah. You're a racist towards your apples. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. You sound as, like a lot of people. As soon as there's any brown around, <laughs> I'm out. Ruining my apples now. That's right. Red Twizzlers, yeah, if it just would go white, I'd be fine. <laughs> uh, red Twizzlers don't contain any actual licorice. Okay. They're mostly corn syrup. Probably why I'd prefer that one to the black uh, Twizzler. Yeah, I don't like black licorice. Right. Again. With the racist. Oh, right. <laughs> I might have a problem. <laughs> Where's my hood? I got a meeting to go to. Wow. In 1218, Girl Scouts of Colorado updated its cookie sales policy to allow Girl Scouts to sell their boxes outside of cannabis dispensaries. 
Wow. That's a smart move. Good day for that today, yeah. too. I mean, those... Co- yes. Oh, yeah. Some people, 420, going to be killing a lot of... Is it still such a big thing, though? I like, that was illegal be. everywhere. Somebody told me in a text that... Like, every day is 420. Yeah. In B.C., there's some, they're rolling, like, a 65-pound joint <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> that's what you need. Then you'll eat 65 pounds worth of Girl Scout cookies. The song, The Purple People Eater... Isn't about a purple monster that eats people. It's about a monster that eats purple people. I bet most people just thought it was some sort of sexual innuendo. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Purple people later. What's your name? I say eating purple people. I can't. I know. I used to know that song off the top of my head. Right. He wanted to join a. He wanted to join a rock and roll band. Oh, twist my soul, rock and roll, flying purple. No, is that a different song? <laughs> purple people leader. Yeah, he's a flying purple people leader, wasn't he? I can't remember. Huh. I had it on Goofy Greats. It's a good record. Uh, Miss was originally uh, an abbreviation for mistress, not missus. Okay. Which is why it has an R in it. So if you were called a miss, you were a dirty birdie. Hmm. Mm Hmm. U-Haul briefly got into the video rental business in the 1980s. They opened seven test locations that rented VHS tapes. They wound up giving giving up on it quickly to focus back on truck rentals. (laughs) Probably a good call. Yeah. U-Haul doing a lot of business with leaf management (laughs) over the next week or two, perhaps. And polar bears don't have white fur. They have transparent fur that reflects sunlight and makes them look white. Really? Yeah. And that's why they're so entitled. (laughs) I always said that about the white bear. Entitled, spoiled little brat. Uh, there is a talk with uh, Ontario Place now, and I guess uh, Doug Ford is uh, wanting to p- take the Science Center out of the Don Mills area. Oh, wanting to, he's going to. He's going to, of, although yeah. there's a lot of people pushing against it right now, but that's what happens. Um, but anyhow, uh, they want to do that, and they want to expand it with a spa and more more staging, more theaters, more uh, places for, I guess, bands to play. And that's all great. I just said, don't we have enough down around there? You got RBC Echo Beach. You got Bud Stage. I mean, it's a lot of places for people to perform. We need right. more? Uh, yeah, and, and I guess, well, they just put a hotel down there recently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think parking was part of the uh, equation, trying to figure that out. So you get an underground parking garage in there because that's one of the issues mm. that you know we've had with that uh, that area, Bud Stage and Echo Beach, is, you got to park and get across to it, especially when the X is going on. Mm-hmm. Well, and I know that for for many of us, Ontario Place, and I I believe this to be true as well. Ontario Place is called Ontario Place because it's a place for Ontarians to go to. Right. It's not Toronto Place. Yeah. And you know, there's this. Ford feeling- said that. Sorry, in his press conference, oh, when people were complaining about. You know, Ontario or the the Ontario Science Center yeah. moving into Ontario Place, and and you know this is not good for some of the people of Toronto and Flemington Park area around mm. the Science Center who already go to it, uh, and, and it's like an ultimate flex by Ford to just say, hey, it's not called Toronto Place, it's Ontario Place. Oh. I'm in charge of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I agree with them on this because there is this growing push, and it's been like this for a long time. That if you, you know, it's very Toronto centric in that. Get on your bike and take the subway and take the, you know, the streetcar. But there's many of us who don't live right there downtown. Right. So we've got to drive in. So we need somewhere to park our car. Uh, I, you know, yes, of course, we can all find a go train and take the go train in, I guess, and move around that way. But uh, anyhow, we'll see what happens uh, down there with Ontario Place and the uh, Science Center. And yeah. obviously there are areas, you know, there's the beaches and and. 
uh, and areas around the city where people just go for the beach. But when they put, put like, you know, one of the attractions they want to have is a, is a, a better waterfront beach area. Mm. I've just never thought of like Ontario that way. <laughs> As Could a place just to go for me. a dip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never swam in it. Um, but I guess maybe people who do. Just because you have a beach doesn't mean you have to go swimming. People just mm. want to hang out on the beach. Yeah. There was even talk, uh, and I don't know if this is still ongoing, about building a basically a bridge, a walkway from, uh, you know, where you get onto the, uh, the ferries to get over to Center Island, from harbor front there. Uh, over to Center Island, you could literally walk across a bridge, which right. with all those condos down there and all those people living in such a tight, confined area, that would be great for families. You know, you get out and actually can just walk across a bridge. You wouldn't have to pay for the ferry. Wasn't it the people who were living there, though, who didn't want that? On Center Island? Yeah. Well, they're all yeah. over on Ward's Island. And yeah. that type of thing. I mean, I don't know that it's going to... Well, too bad. You don't own the island. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I know you live on a prized piece of real estate, and if you've ever gone and strolled around outside of the Center Island area, right. if you've ever gone over to Ward's and the other ones, it's it's really beautiful. Oh, I for mean, sure. The homes and everything. And I remember Marie and I, when we were dating and we liked each other, <laughs> we, we would... <laughs> <laughs> when I was trying you to get, remember that, yeah, when I was trying to get a leg over, I'd do things like this. We'd go over and we'd rent a, like bikes and we'd oh, ride really? all, on all the islands. Yeah, huh. it's, a, it's a beautiful. You know what? You should even do it with the boys in the summer. It's a it's a great little day. I love how you just suggest things that are effort for me well, and easy for you. <laughs> I, yeah, I want to rent a bike. I don't. I have a bike in my garage. I don't yeah, ride. You know exactly. <laughs> There is more to life, Lucky, than taking your kids to hockey and home again. It shuts them up. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's a way to spend some time with your children. You want to go ride a bike, try to get a leg over? Go ahead. Don't, don't suggest me do it. I already did it. I rode the bike. I know. And the reason I have those kids is because I got a leg over at one point. I was trying to relax from all that. All right, fine. And I'm the miserable side. Well, this kind of debate can divide this country. Blog T.O. has a discussion going on about Swiss Chalet sauce. Do you love it or hate it? And we seem to be a split down the middle. This could really what? tear this country apart. Really? Like 50-50? Uh, no, it's more people like it than hate it, but okay. it's not far off. Uh, someone even said it tasted like failed dreams and sadness. Wow. <laughs> Look it, I love it so much, I asked for a straw. <laughs> Can I get a pint of sauce and a straw, please? I've been guilty of tipping that up. I have finished it. Um, I, I, I don't know how you couldn't like it. Now, others claim that they like the St. Hubert sauce, but here in Ontario, we don't have that much anymore. I know you can buy the package, like the dry stuff at the grocery store, make your own. Right. Um, I always liked the St. Hubert. I was, I was fine with it, but uh, I've been raised on that Swiss Chalet sauce. So is it that they just don't like that particular sauce, or they don't want a sauce with their meal? Because I don't think you could eat that without. Well, it is it is kind of dry. With it. <laughs> I must admit, I, I love Swiss Chalet. I really do. We don't have it all that often anymore, but we used to. It was either that or KFC for the longest time with my family. Right. And uh, and I remember, you know, so long ago, going out like this would be like a family meal. It'd be like a big thing to go to Swiss Chalet for dinner. And that at the restaurant, they used to give you the little bowl with the water and the lemon in it. Do they do that anymore? I think they still do. Oh, I, haven't yeah? been, I haven't eaten in a Swiss Chalet in quite some time, but I believe they still do. Yeah. 
I mean, earlier when we were talking about it, you didn't even know if they had a liquor license. Are you trying to tell me you sat in a Swiss chalet with your family and not had to have it, not had a drink? It's been a long time. Oh, I actually sit at the bar. My local one, I sit at the bar and I wait for my takeout. I couldn't remember if they did. Well, I, I think it was Denny's famously that doesn't, right? There's one of them that doesn't. Oh, really? Yeah. Does Denny's not have a liquor license? Well, Denny's is more of breakfast. people in and out of there. Right. I'm trying to think of a chain restaurant that would serve a dinner or a lunch that doesn't have a liquor license. I was... Um, I, I had a friend of mine who was dating a, a guy from Switzerland at one point. And I said, well, we really got to take him to Swiss Chalet. No, of course. <laughs> <laughs> just, just play dumb. Like, yeah. hey, we have a Swiss restaurant here. It's the most amazing thing. Actually, it was uh, it was started uh, out of Montreal. Uh, a guy got it going. The same guy who actually started Harvey's as well. Oh, well, that's yeah. why they're still connected. I mean, they're not owned by, they're owned by Kara Foods. Yeah, now, no, right? I guess he sold it off at some point. But he was actually, here's a little uh, fun little... Harvey's fun fact. Originally, he was going to call Harvey's Henry's. Okay. Then he saw the name Harvey somewhere and thought that was so much better. Interesting. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't think of a, a, a chicken place that you don't need a sauce. Like even with KFC, the gravy is so flipping good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, no, and it's not just dipping chicken too. It's the fries, the oh, bun, everything yeah. goes into that. Right. The bun has to go in. I want to know who came up with the sauce to meal ratio. Mm. Like how they decided that that. What seems like a shot glass that they give you a thimble. is enough to right. coat everything that you need. Well, it makes no sense, too, because if you order extra sauce, sometimes they give, it comes like in a huge container. You're like a vat of it. Yeah, basically, you swim in it. It's got, a, it's got an undertow. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. That little thing is never enough. Do you know anyone who goes to Swiss LA to not have the chicken? Like, you know, I've had their ribs before as part of, like, a combo thing, and they're okay. I don't know that I've ever had anything outside. But I've I had, had like, a rotisserie wings. roast beef at one point that was going, and I don't... Yeah. Never had, like, their burger or anything. Like, I've, I've only ever ordered, like, the quarter chicken, white meat, fries, and a bun. Like, I've never heard of anyone saying, hey, you know, the pierogies. <laughs> 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 but, although I'm sure if you dip them in that sauce... Yeah. ...would well, be pretty flipping fantastic. They would be good. They do have a wide variety of stuff. I know restaurants try to you know, expand and do different things. But it's, it's kind of like McDonald's and so many others. You know, at the end of the day, it's about Big Macs. And at Swiss Chalet, it's about the, the rotisserie chicken. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think... Although somebody said the open-faced chicken sandwich with the gravy. Yes, that's very good, too. They said that's good. But, I mean, it's still the chicken. I think when I was younger, occasionally, uh, I would get, like, the shredded chicken on a bun. Yeah. That okay. also needed the sauce. Very much so. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's also known as the cement mixer. Yeah. You don't have it. Yeah. Um, speaking of sauces, McDonald's is finally going to start selling sides of their Big Mac sauce. We heard last week that they were going to up their amount of sauce on their Big Macs. Weren't they doing that already before we had that in stores? Did we have it? You can buy the Big Mac sauce in a bottle. In a bottle, but maybe they're going to offer it like they do, you know, with the ketchup and the little cups. Oh. Yeah, they're going to offer that. Okay. I'd take that. Yeah. Take a tray of that stuff. Yeah, a lot of times restaurants have tried to uh, incorporate oh, so their sauce. Sorry, you mean you're going to sell it in the store? In the store, in the restaurant. So you can order your Big Mac and fries and, and a, side a, side of of, a side of sauce. Interesting. Because they're adding, uh, they, they said they're going to start caramelizing their onions and softer buns and doing all these different things. Right. So now the Big Mac sauce. Put the Big Mac sauce into the Swiss Chalet sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Down all of it. I can hear you getting fatter. <laughs> Rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.